This is your RBA family once again, and I'm your host today, Afiba, with the rest of the RBA family members, and they are... Hey, I'm Brian. It's Eugene. It's Enos. This is Max. Good. And we have our guest speakers as before, and... I'm Whitney. And I'm Richard. Okay. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. (laughs) The lovely couple. I know, right? Hey, Richard, what's up? Good, good, man. How was your week? Good. He's just staring at his crotch. I'm just looking at some notes on my phone. <laughs> notes on your phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Under the table. Under, Under the, the table. table. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in our previous podcast, we talked about relationships and we basically just dealt kind of deep. Wait, wait, wait. You're yeah. staring at your crotch. <laughs> 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 Alright, I wasn't staring at my crotch. Hey, but she saw you do it, bro. <laughs> you do it open. <laughs> I cannot admire myself, guys. Come Sorry, on. I think the question should be, does she do it open? Maybe she's the one, you know. Because how do you know he was staring at his like, what are you doing? I just said it casually, because I know casually. it's a thing that happens. He stares at his crotch, oh so I said, don't mind him. Hey, I said, Right on the whole world, the whole world knows that. Wait, are we... Is that going to be... No. I mean, I mean, we can cut this part off. Right? Yeah, we are not cutting this off. No. The whole world needs to know you. Don't be having me staring at the crotch. <laughs> So just in case, it was Richard that we were talking about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back on. I was looking at my phone. I was, he was looking, looking phone. at his phone. Just as we um, discussed last week, just so um, if you are new to this podcast, in our previous podcast, we talked about relationships. We kind of like delved beneath the surface of um, what relationships are, relationships are all about. And if an individual is willing to sacrifice and where they are willing to compromise and where they are not willing to compromise. And we also talked briefly about if um, family culture or background plays a role in relationships. Mm-hmm. We started the topic of PDA, actually, mm-hmm. but yeah. we cut off over there. Mm-hmm. So the ball's on your court, guys. PDA. I think, I think before, last week we also talked about, we also, we also talked about um, compromising partnership mm-hmm. and all the stuff. Uh, I think Abna, Abna made some point that I was thinking about it and she said that she believes that in a relationship, it's partnership and not, uh, you don't compromise. don't compromise. And I was thinking about it and I think partnership is found in compromising. The reason why I say that is I, I sat down to think about theory and I was like, if if you're you're married or you, you're dating, mm-hmm. um, you partner to work around things, to figure out things, right? Your partner to see if something's gonna work. But whilst you're trying to work, you also compromise, because one is gonna lose. Someone will surely lose, or one will end up sacrificing. So you partner to figure, to work things out, but at the end of the day, one, someone has to compromise. You know, do you guys get it? Someone yeah. has to compromise, or Another person would sacrifice. So would you're do saying something. like you cannot be a partner. You cannot be a partner if you're not compromising. Good. Yeah, you can never be a partner. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense though. I feel like uh, in addition to what you just said, I, I feel like one of us mentioned that when it comes to compromising, 
I think the mindset is very important. Some people misunderstand what compromise yes, is all about true. and they abuse the word compromise yeah. and they use that for their own benefits. Yeah. But like... See, that's where Abana yeah. was saying that mm-hmm. you, you don't want to seem like you're the, the foolish, foolish one in the exactly. relationship. You don't want yeah. to be seen as weak in the relationship, but you want to be considered in everything you're doing. You want but to feel yeah. like you are part yeah. of it, like a partner. Yeah. yeah, but which means that in the relationship, anytime you compromise, there should be like mutual respect. You know, you should always consider the other person's side too. You know, you should value whatever the other person also say, and then take that into consideration whilst you compromise it. Yeah, that's that that like you, you just hit the what what was that called? You just hit the, the nail on the head. I'm gonna say he needed the hammer on the head. <laughs> 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 it's, my, it's still hammer on the, it's on the head hammer of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you do come up with a word. You do will correct me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just hit the head on the head. The head on the hammer. Okay. Well, like, wait, wait, wait. what? The head on the hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Nothing happened. That's right. It's called cool. the opposite reaction. That's yeah. right. Right. I can tell none of you are English majors. <laughs> no, we are. Yeah, we're not. It's any, yeah, but there's no English major. Yeah, actually, used to be. <laughs> it's a good thing you changed. I mean, I'm not anymore. So, you know. <laughs> so how does compromise PDA, PDA? So, if one person is, you know, wanting to do PDA, you compromise and you just. Uh, Okay, mm-hmm. you, you PDA on me. Please PDA on me, please. That's a good question. Because if the if the if the, the guy wants the other partner wants to do stuff and the other partner is not ready, like it normally causes more issues. Surely one wants to hold hands, one doesn't want to hold hands in public. Well, maybe that's why there are so many get political, but so many um, like sexual assault you know things going around and not to say that those aren't valid because there are like lots of assault cases that are very serious Mm -hmm. but also i do know that there are some people who maybe raise concern when they instead of causing drama like oh this guy he touched me and didn't want to be touched Mm -hmm. um they can just have a conversation right like Mm -hmm. oh i didn't like you know when you you know maybe held my hand like forcefully yeah yeah yeah, but sometimes those conversations also lead to like uh, to little little fights because um, I feel sometimes okay I've been in that situation before where the person wanted to hold hands in public and I'm like ah not that I had insecurities or anything I just didn't feel like and then it became a problem in the relationship yeah. but but I, I it's believe- just it's just like how the person sees it but I also had to. Um, get used to it, you know, um, our Ghanaian culture and certain things. You you get used to it. So, so my question is: so uh, who compromises then? You you, you got what, what I'm trying to say? Yeah. At this instance, it was me. So why did you have to compromise? Like, because I'm learning something new from a different culture. Okay, it looks like Kwanzaa okay. has something to say. But one has to succumb. Yeah. Good. Because if both of you are, that's why one has to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. One have to be vulnerable. One have to let let it flow, let it go. And okay, I think when that's when he says succumb, he's not saying women like, should succumb. succumb. No, no, no. no, no. no, no, no. Why is it that you? Why you? Why do? Why do? Why do you just all of a sudden just take it for the woman? No, no, no. no, no. She's, she's clarifying. Yeah, she's okay, clarifying okay, that okay, okay. like that, if some, yeah. someone listening could be like, oh, he's saying women should. Succumb okay, no, to I'm not saying yeah. women, but. It so could that's be the what man, Whitney it could was be doing. The, the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. Brian's account. Yeah. yeah, so let's clarify, please. 
men can succumb as well, not just women. Yeah, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you're... a dangerous word. Succumb. You can't be saying succumb like that. If we split it like out, it's a dangerous word. Hey, that comes the wrong talk. Okay. <laughs> but I like what you said, Richard. Like, vulnerability like, plays a very big role in a relationship as well, like, especially when it comes to PDA. But my, my worry is how of, like, when when do you think it's a good time to open up? Because I mean that's what that's what vulnerability means, right? Being able to open up. When do you think it's a good time to open up in a, in a relationship? Yes, I open up like With really you. soon in relationships. Yeah, like, I feel like I do, but. Um, I think that girls are just more trusting with like telling people their feelings and things like that. Maybe I'm generalizing, but you know, I think in my experience dating and being in relationships, and even just having friends, not necessarily dating. Right. But guys are a little bit slower to be vulnerable in certain areas. Yeah. And I think opening up is, um, it's an individual thing, you know, there's no time in a relationship where like, you know, you sh- like okay, three weeks into the relationship, I can open up. I can open up. Yeah. Like, do you know? June twenty eighth. I'm opening I'm up. I'm opening up. <laughs> yeah, like um, it's it's individual, you know. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree too. Cause um, like I said, the first time I met Whitney, we clicked because we're very open to each other, you know, and. I didn't, I didn't force, like I said, I didn't put anything, I didn't, I wasn't closed up. So mm-hmm. because I was open up and she was also open up, we could both relate to each other, you know, so. That's true. That's true. Vulnerability in a relationship is really important because I, I think both sides should be vulnerable. It shouldn't be like one person should be vulnerable and willing to accept the, whatever it's coming from the other side. Because then, then the compromise work comes back in again. Because like with Brian's situation here again, he said he was he was willing to be vulnerable and compromise because he was going to learn something new, right? Yeah. But then the question is, why couldn't the other person also be vulnerable and compromise and learn something new from him? Yeah, well, that's where my question came in. So like that's where the difficulty comes in. Who who chooses the compromise? Who chooses? Well, yeah, it's. It's like, I feel, I feel like Max says something like, it depends on you, right? Like, there's no timeline to anything. And it's up to that couple too. Like, there are certain times you have to make the sacrifices. There's certain, certain times the other person has to make the sacrifice. But that's why there needs to be communication. You'd be like, okay, I'm always the one doing this. What about you? Okay. So like intense. Okay, it's your turn. Like, oh, well, not necessarily like <laughs> we do it intense. But okay, Brian, you have something to say? Yeah. Um. As as you are talking about this, it also brings to my my understanding and like something that I'm thinking of. So if I'm not willing to sacrifice and she's not willing to sacrifice, then mean? why are we even in a relationship? Good. Good. Perfect. I think Eugene's question is, how do you know who is sacrificed? No, who should? Why should someone be the one, like, who should put himself or herself there to say I'm the one who was always going to compromise? Wait, Eugene, clarify a question. Question, because it was not clear. Okay, so unlike, you know, last week you made a statement about um, you moving to Texas Mm -hmm. and you sacrificing Mm -hmm. your career. I mean, sacrificing things, I think it's okay, like career, like... (laughs) Jobs mm-hmm. or whatever, because that one, there's something more important ahead. Mm-hmm. But like I something think- like 
like PDA. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I get you, Jeanette. I totally understand you because that was me for a while in, you know, like in my relationship with Inus. Like there are times I'm like, wait, I'm always the one who is giving myself. I also want to receive. Which I was like, giving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Inus, don't bring it. No, no. Right. I'm a giver. I, yes, you are a giver and so it's, am I. But there are certain times too, there are certain times too, I, I, I have to receive, certain times too, Inus has to receive but I feel receiver. like My in the receiver. okay raw talk. <laughs> but I feel like in a relationship, if you really are in the relationship for a genuine reason, if you really are into that person, there shouldn't be a situation where you are like, okay, I'm always the one sacrificing. When are you going to sacrifice? That's when the problems arise. You guys agree with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whitney. There's also a time when, like. Like that, that was a perfect example. It was comedic, you know, because he's like, I do give, but like that, that's a perfect example of like, we think we're giving maybe when we're not giving so much or we think, you know, that's just, that's just kind of like human nature, I think. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to like that old philosophy question, are we, are we naturally selfish or are we naturally giving or whatever, (laughs) but we are selfish. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like, it's hard not to think about yourself. Because yeah. I was about to say, each and every one here, the first thing that comes to our mind is always thinking about ourselves first before the next person. And so whatever, anywhere we find ourselves, whether in a relationship, we, even as we sacrifice, we first like think about what we're going to gain first. So I think you just have to know that like, your partner is sacrificing and you're also sacrificing. So you give 100%. You also, they also give 100%. But that's, that's when it's risky, too. It's, 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 it's not risky. You, should, you see, that's the thing. You have to know where you're going. I know that I'm in a relationship with Whitney. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm going into this relationship and I'm coming back. Right. I'm going for the full thing. And so if I'm going, then I should put in everything. Should be should be ready to risk everything. Right. You didn't have the Sunday. Yeah, so... Um, but... I don't think it should be a problem if your partner is not willing to compromise and display public affection. You get it. You can't just use that thing to define your, your partner. You, you got, it's what happens indoors. Let's be frank. It's not what actually happens outside. It's what happens indoors, how he or she treats you indoors. So you can display affection outside or not, but that shouldn't be like a big deal. If your husband or your partner doesn't like it, it should be okay. In my opinion, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like, okay, you don't want to understand me, you don't want to compromise. It's not, it should not be a big deal. Well, if someone wants to hold your hands, that's not that, that's not too bad. Is it bad? Exactly. If someone on... doesn't want to, it shouldn't be like something extremely bad to you. Well, you get but... it. Well, being able to hold hands in public should be okay. And, and, well, and this is beyond just holding hands. This okay, can good. be like, any... if it's, hold, like if it's hands overly... on the waist, everything. But the thing is, we are missing the point. What if that's the person's love language? Good. Let's exactly. let's not forget that what because is language? Well, there are five. Of them. There are five. It's touching, don't touch. Um, words, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, um, gifts, quality service, time, service, service. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that we sometimes miss in a relationship. You need. To, that's why vulnerability is a thing. You need to be able to open up and talk about these things. You might not want to be holding hands and showing affection outside, but that's what that person that's that person's love language. So for so 
that's when you are compromising. But that person could also compromise and render to you that love language you want. Maybe what you want is gifts. Maybe you want words of affirmation. That person who gives it to you. So I feel like in that situation, you are both being satisfied. So, so, it, so you're yeah. saying that if someone gives, if your love language is touching, is that a love language? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not touch. Not someone. Not just touch anyway. Like, just boom. You walk into your eyes. Finger your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's love language is service. Yeah. Right? And which I guess, yeah. Someone's love language is service. So if the Wait, person is offering you sure. physical touch, then you should be willing to offer service. <laughs> At all times. Here's, here's my question, though. It's, let's say that two people are together. One person, they're first, because they, they're ranked, you know, mm-hmm. one through five, like, mm-hmm. from most. So his yeah. number one is physical touch. Yeah. Let's say that's your number five. Mm-hmm. It's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard for you to give physical touch, mm-hmm. you know, in this scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So... Like, how do you find the balance, the balance that's, between that's sacrifice, great. you know? You meet halfway. Mm-hmm. Half. But if it's so, not your nature to touch. If it's number five, if it's not your nature three. to... So, uh, I feel like... Then you don't even know when they want to be touched. <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell, yeah? Yeah, like, I, I feel um, if you are in a relationship, you should understand what love language your partner has or yeah. like what's what's their what's their love primary language? because they can have several you know True. what's their primary like love language <laughs> love language yeah um because some people's love language could be uh words of affirmation you know you don't really need to um to, you know you don't they don't really need that physical touch touch or physical intimacy they just need to hear the, the words coming out from your mouth about how you appreciate them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, you're telling me that there are people who don't want to have sex? No, well, no, that's a whole different thing. I'm like, what? Are you going to just exist of the same words every day? I mean, you really want to be touched? It is to feel, it's just to feel that they are being loved. It's to feel that they are loved. By their partner. From the sibling, a parent, anybody. Yeah, like physical touch doesn't mean um, overly like PDA or Mm -hmm. it's just that physical connection. Yeah. You know, like hugging, hugging, cuddling, cuddling, you know, everything in between that. (laughs) But but, so we're talking about in a relationship, right? (laughs) Yeah. Before before someone goes into a relationship, that's why they date you. Yeah. To yeah. figure out all these things. So yeah. this shouldn't be a problem in the relationship because you figured out, you, you've known the person, you've known what they want but let's before you arrived that's, down. I, you know? I, so if you get into the relationship and you're doing all these things, then, you know, that's why well, I don't No, get. I feel sometimes some people, some pretend, couples mm-hmm. may, may not know like the love language of the other partner. So they are in the relationship. Okay. Or even whilst they are in your relationship. That's true. You know, like it's just some, some people just do not think about such stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like some people do not just go think about such stuff while they're in a relationship. I know what you're saying. I know what he's saying. Like if, if you, um, 
Let's use words of affirmation because that's a better one than physical. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we not using the other ones? (laughs) I mean, there's other ones too. But let's say like, I need words of affirmation. I need people to tell me that I'm pretty, that I'm smart, all this thing all the time. Because that's how I feel love. And that's how I know I'm, you know, doing a good job or whatever. But it doesn't occur to Richard. Oh, she's the type of person who needs to hear these words all the time. He just because it's not how he thinks, right? right? That's I think that's the point Maxwell's trying. Yeah. You can you can know that oh yeah she likes when I say these nice things to her, but it doesn't mean you fundamentally know like oh yeah. this is how she knows that I love her. Yeah, exactly. Which means you have to let your partner know. You have to discuss it. That, that, you have yeah. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That this is how I feel good you know when you say some of these things or when you do this that's how i feel but if you don't let your partner know then it's always like both of you we can be in the same room but you feel far away and it does happen in relationships yeah it does someone doesn't open up but the other person's always yeah and you see because of the pride of one because i don't want to talk talk about it and it's going to bring an issue like brian said you know people don't talk about it but this way you still have to be vulnerable and open up and talk, talk about it. Hey, this is what I feel I need. And you, you, you owe me, especially in a relationship, you owe me and you have to give it to me. I, I like, I like, yeah, you do. I like how Richard yeah. just turned straight into Yeah, I feel pretty nice like, <laughs> I feel no, attacked right now. <laughs> it's because I'm in a relationship with her. So Should we give you a room? <laughs> yeah, let's give the room no. to them. <laughs> but, but like, my question is for those who don't even understand these things, they could be asking, like, is is this even a necessity to open up in a relationship? Is it the main key to a successful relationship? If yes. You, yes, right. If you're not going to open up in a relationship, I would always say, then why are you there? Because they want to have, they have other motives. Then go find someone see. on the street <laughs> and then do, like, you are trying to build a life with someone. You're right. trying to be there with someone. If you're going to keep stuff within yourself and not open up on what you like, what you don't like, um, how to uh, mingle with me and everything. Then we, I feel there's no need to be there with me. See, yeah. I, what I, I just want to... Okay. Yes, Max. No, I, I was just... Sometimes it's not people do not want to open up. Um, it could be stuff from the past that they've dealt with that they do not you know, want to readily just open up to someone new. Right. You know, um, there have been a lot of, there have been, there are lots of people that go through like lo- lots of really toxic relationship in their past mm-hmm. that um, it's hard for them to open up to new, you know, new, like when they find someone new and it's, it will be hard on the, on the new partner or the new yeah, you know, because, because you want to figure out what's going what's on. Going on, mm-hmm. but you know it's hard for them to just readily open up. You, that that that's when you have to give time to like the relationship. Yeah, Inos, you have your hand up. I think transparency is the answer to all this. You know, you you just you you just need to be as open as a litmus paper. Litmus <laughs> <laughs> paper. Clear. Yeah. Like, um. How how does that? correspond where's an analogy in that basically you should be transparent you should, your, your partner should be able to see exactly through you without any anything holding you like, like sorry let me just put this in but like what max was saying i i actually had that thought like what about those who because of certain things in the past or like what if the person what about that individual who didn't grow up getting used to these things how do you 
build a connection with them? How do you go through them and let them see that, hey, you need to open up with me. We need to build a connection here. Yes. I hope I'm, you, um, I'm just Max. praying that I can put this out. So Max said, so to your, to your, to answer your question, yeah. also based on Max, Max said some people have suffered toxic relationship and because of that, they don't want to open up. But you see what, what, what happened is if you, if you're not opening up, how are you going to build, move on? Because the, the essence of life is to grow and to move on. And you're still building this thing up in you. It's going to ruin your relationship with the next person you're going to be with because he or she wants to know what's going on with you. And then every time, every day, you're just sitting there, like having deeper thoughts that's bothering you. And he, building walls. Yeah, building, building walls, you know. And I, I usually have this analogy that people who keep things in, it's just like a balloon. The more you blow it, the more you blow it, it's going to be big. And the time comes that it's, it's, <laughs> best, it's best. And when it's best, you cannot what? Fix it. The balloon went, but if you, you could loosen it, right? And then you can blow again in it. And so if you want to, like, if you're not opening up in a relationship and you're not connecting with the next person, because whatever happened that to you so is in the past. Yeah. Whatever happened to you in the past, you want to move on. Help, let, let a person with you help you move on. Don't keep it in within. But I guess it's difficult for some people because we're different. We have different strengths and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene has something to say. Yeah, like what Mark said and like what Richard said. I mean, that's why we have the word called the word growth. You see, we you can't say oh I was brought up in this environment, so I'm going to be stagnant. No. We learn. Yeah. We learn, you you get it, we grow. You get it. So you can't just that so I mean we're all brought up in certain lifestyles, certain attitudes that we had to like overcome through learning, through growth. You get it. So, yeah. I mean, even though you might have a past toxic relationship or past environment or whatever, I mean, you're in a relationship. You need to open up. You need to learn. You need to grow. Yeah, Whitney. It won't Whitney, be easy, but to take time. Yeah, Whitney has something to Just say to that. Just what Ines was saying. Um, it's not only being as transparent as possible, but as soon as possible, in my opinion, because sometimes... Mm-hmm. You can be with someone and you've been holding this thing in like, oh, this is the way, like, this is something I, you know, I should open up about. But, you know, you keep it in for too long. And then by that time, it's not that your partner doesn't want to, like, have understanding, but it's just like something you're dropping in their lap and you've been together for, you know, maybe past the point when that's something that should have been shared already. So, you know, vulnerability at the right time is important. And I think this is what is happening in our generation. If you've noticed our gener- generation, we're really struggling because yeah. nobody wants to be seen as weak. Even yeah, when they're struggling, yeah. they're acting tough when they could access <laughs> help. Right. And, they, no. and, they, and they act tough because people tend to play well, with people's emotions. Yeah. Okay. Well, on one side, we're also not focusing on people are also not ready to listen to people who are vulnerable. You know, we're also like blaming just people who are just not ready to open up, but maybe they've had experiences with people who are not ready to listen to them. Exactly. You open you know? up and it wasn't. They, yeah, they just take you as oh, whatever, man. You know, like something they, we they all go take through. advantage of. Oh, they take advantage. Or like of you open up and they still do the same thing, same thing over and over again. Yeah. Then you're like, what's the point of me opening up? Exactly. That, that, that's so what I, get, I, I get it. Say, okay. Yeah. I think I, I get it now. But, but I know yeah. I know Brian like had something to say. Yeah. No. Um, what I was going to say was about what Richard touched on, saying that um, sometimes um, you open up and then you say like um, men are weak or like um, you need to be strong, you know. Yeah, sometimes people feel that um, 
men do not have emotions. And then you feel yeah. like sometimes women are the only ones with emotions. I know for a fact Eugene does not have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I've never seen him cry. I don't have emotions. <laughs> 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 Is Eugene cry right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then like sometimes you feel like um, you, something is happening and then like they'll be like, be a man, be a man. But honestly, I've got emotions too. Like, yes, things hurt me. But yeah. also that doesn't mean that everything I should be crying about it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, sometimes certain things in life are meant to toughen you. So in a relationship relationship like this, okay. you need to be toughed up about it. Um, if something has hurt you in the past, you have to have the conversation with the partner that you are in with. If you are dating or it's your husband or husband-to-be or wife-to-be, you need to open up eventually to the person. So it, it will be good for you to start it now rather than keep it up to the analogy um, Richard was giving about the value. Yeah, I, I wanted to say this, that if you if you don't, then you become a burden for the next person. Mm-hmm. Go, see, if if I'm trying to, do I use the word decipher or figure out, mm-hmm. you know, every time, let's say I've married Whitney, um, I mean, she's not like that, but this is mm-hmm. an example. Okay. I've married Whitney. <laughs> There's something in the past that every time, like, even it makes when I want to come close to her, she doesn't want me to come close to her. Mm-hmm. That's like a burden on me because mm-hmm. I want to yeah. figure out. I want to. I want to connect with you, but you've made your previous experience blocked. Um, I don't know. Walled. How do I? How do I? Block feel? that block, progress. Yeah, block that progress or that connection that I want to have with you. And so it's like it's ruining the, the next relationship you're having, and you carry it to the next relationship, and that and that, and then you're gonna end up saying your life is miserable. No, sometimes you're the one like that also like made it happen. Yeah, Inos has something. What in the situation is the vulnerability is not where the person who is who is holding back or not speaking, but the vulnerabilities with the one who's trying to find out what the issue is. What if the person not speaking feels like, if I say this thing, this person is not going to take it very well and it's probably going to ruin the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so okay. they are just keeping quiet to protect you and the relationship. Wait, can you repeat the question again? Yeah, like me? give a very, um, so, re- related to me and you. So like say the some... situation you gave, right? Yeah. What if she thinks if she talks to me, I'm not going to understand. So the problem is not really with her previous relationship. The problem is with you. you. But she feels she can't say it because if she says it, you're going to be hurt and it's going to ruin your relationship. Well, and then that's, that's why you fine. need to open up and talk about it. I think there are several ways of killing a cat. <laughs> Sometimes people, the way people go about <laughs> things. One, mood. You have to know when to even discuss, talk about some things. Because mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm mad based on some things that happened outside, and you just want to come to talk to me about this hot issue, mm-hmm. I'm surely it's going to irritate me. Mm-hmm. But you find a perfect mood, the perfect perfect timing, mm-hmm. and how to even say. And when is the perfect timing and the perfect mood? I mean, that depends. So it depends on how well you know yeah, your partner. Yeah, you have to know your partner. And there comes the work in progress. You have to know yeah. the person to know when to talk. That's what I'm saying. That's why you have to know, figure some of these things. I mean, some basic things whilst we're dating. Yeah, you do have something to say. I mean, see, we, I think we, we are missing something. Let's understand what relationship is. There's a saying that... Um, Take off your own before impressing the street. You have to know yourself. If you're not ready to open up, why go into a relationship? Relationship is not just about you. It's two yeah. people coming people. together as one. So no if you have a toxic to. past, you have a whatever, take off yourself first. Right. Before you get into a relationship. Thank you. Because you're going like, to be a burden on someone. Yeah, that, that seems to be the problem here. Like our generation, we, we've forgotten. Well, it wasn't a thing 
in the older generation. And our generation, we are trying to like rectify a lot of wrongdoings. And like you, I think you, you just made a very good point. Like you need to take care of yourself first. You, some people go into relationships expecting that other person to take care of them and fix them up. Meanwhile, they came into the relationship messed up. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when the problem comes in. But then the guy or the girl with the problem is like, Oh, the, maybe like if, if the girl has, if is the girl with a problem, she's like, Oh, the guy never listened. He was this, he was an abuser, blah, blah, blah. But you never fixed yourself up and you expect the guy to fix you up. Like, I feel like that's where we forget. Like that's a point we miss. Yeah. Yes, like I, I think, um, it's because of how this culture is bred, it's, it's bred mm-hmm. you know, um, you mean the generation our generation yeah yeah Yeah. oh i mean yeah whatever but (laughs) but it's like people always try they how do i say this they're not okay being single Hmm. they just want to you need to be in a relationship are you sure about this this current generation yeah yeah people don't want to be single no 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 i i I know i don't think but i get what people want to be booed up nobody don't want to this generation, they don't want to get married, but they want partners. They want to be booed yeah. up. They want to have someone they with them. They don't want to get married, they, they but they don't want to get, get Yeah, but yeah. They, they want, yeah. Like, people are scared to be single. And sometimes when you're single, that's when you um, you do a self-evaluation, you know. Mm-hmm. You look into yourself and see what you, you know what you can improve, you know. I mean, in a relationship, you can also always improve yourself and do a self-evaluation but when you're single it, it hits you the most yeah, yeah. and and people are scared people are one scared of not scared but like they want to be in you know in you want to be booed up as, yeah. As <laughs> yeah. Said. yeah brian you were saying something you were going to say something yeah like um i second what max is saying like looking at now um uh, if someone gets out of a relationship within the next two weeks she, like the so person, okay. yeah, okay, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, like the person is one. ready to go out again with another one, and they would live their life like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, this generation, I feel like everybody wants that partner. You know, yeah, wants to be with someone, doesn't want to be alone. You know, and then as Max said, that is where when you're single, that is where you know that this is where I need to improve if I'm going going to go into a next relationship is it going to help me and help the other but yeah. people of our generation now do not think about that it's all about getting the make out the sex you know the partying everything and the person on instagram yes yeah. exactly. just to make the other guy or the girl jealous because yeah. hey i moved on and then <laughs> yeah, you know, those are the things that would put first rather than even putting themselves, the, themselves first you know and that at the end of the day, they will come out and say, um, that's depressed, you know, anxiety. Exactly. It's mental that's health, true. you know. All these things will also affect. sum up to it. affect you. If you don't self-evaluate yourself before jumping into another boat, then you are going to be a toxic in the new relationship and a toxic to the person. That's a good point. Yes, Whitney. But how does this translate to just normal relationships? Because... If you're if you're an individual who has problems, right? Let's say you've decided, okay, I can't be in a romantic relationship because I need to work out a few things myself. But then what about the family members that you're affecting, the friends that you're affecting with your problems? Like how 
to what extent do you isolate yourself from people to find yourself? And to what extent are those relationships really important to helping you come out of it? It's oh, a deep I, question. I know. Yes, I, I, I wouldn't say you have to isolate, isolate yourself, yourself yeah. from people. Um, the more you, you are with people, you get to learn from them. You know, people you associate yourself with might have come out of a relationship that was similar to yours or had the same situation. You know, you learn from them. They will share experiences with you. It doesn't mean that you have to go to their house every day and be like, oh, yo, so last week, what happened in your relationship? <laughs> but you you bring things up, you ask them, you ask them questions, how they can help you, how you can help them. You know, you are able to voice something out rather than just like stay home for two days and you're like, okay, Tinder, here I come, <laughs> mutual, I'm coming, you know, or any other dating app and then you just jump on it and then you go do what you want to do. It's not going to help you. Yeah. yeah I think as human as we are, we need to vent out. And that's why we have the family units. Oh, if you're struggling, you have your mom and dad. Those are the people you could trust. What if you don't have a mom and a dad? Well, surely you should have some yeah, one friend. best friend, one you could vent out and talk so to. So those, oh. I feel so like here's the case. Like what's of the case where this person doesn't have anyone? I would say another good thing would be go to the gym, go play a sport. Exactly. All those are ways uh, of vent out. That. And yeah, those are very important. See I feel like see, yeah, see like psychologists, see a therapist, see yeah. a counselor. These resources are out there for us to use and we need to make use of them. You might not have that person to that family member to talk to or that friend to talk to, but we need to make use of the therapist or the counselor out there as well. Yes, Eugene. Yeah, like it's true. I mean, we, we are like machines. We sometimes need to yeah, we get, get ourselves serviced. We get yeah. one out, even cars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in a, in a biological <laughs> way. Service, yeah, yeah, like even cars break down, buildings need repair. So it's okay to, I mean, sit down, relax, and self-evaluate yourself. Yeah, yeah I totally agree, Eugene. Was someone going to say something? No. no. Um, anything. We just <laughs> like, we like the word service. <laughs> <laughs> okay, service again, get your head out, out of the <laughs> Service what? Service transmitters. <laughs> everything. So we've, we've, we've talked about how important opening up in a relationship is. And sometimes that um, you forget to take care of yourself when you've been hurt in a relationship, in a previous relationship, and take that into the relationship you're trying to build. So then, with all of that being said, my main question is, because I feel like you guys didn't answer it, that partner who is not being responsive, how do you build a connection with that person? Yes, Richard? I mean, for me, I will just, I'll find the right time to talk to the person, and when I find the right time, I'll ask the person, you really love me and you really care about me. Because, I mean, you have to pull the person back to a relationship. And sometimes some people get forget why they're in the relationship. Sometimes the love fades. So I ask, do you really love me or do you care about me? If you care about me, there's something that bothers me or worries me that I want to talk to you about. And then you can be able to let the person know that these are some of the things that worries you and you feel like he or she is not taking it seriously. You, know, you need his or her help because if you if you love me, you care, care about me, you want to help me, and you don't want me to struggle. If I see that uh, Whitney is going through something and she she talks to me because I love her, I want to help her. 
And so that's how you get the person. I mean, that's one of the ways I think you can get a person who is not responsive. Or just dump them. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they, you find out they don't care anymore about you. You know, you just, Boy, bye. just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Well, that's a good point. You know, it looked like you have something to say. No. Connection to that. I just enjoy saying boy, bye. <laughs> I wish okay. I could be video. Well, I'm not a boy, so you can't say that to me. Sorry. Girl, bye. <laughs> All right, say bye to me. See what happens tonight. <laughs> you won't get it. I'll be like, boy, you, bye. Yeah. And I turn around. <laughs> because she had jeans. I'm going to wear jeans. Don't worry, Barcelona is around. <laughs> uh, well, go find self pleasure in that then. Bye. <laughs> Brian, is that why you're always out of Vaseline? (laughs) 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 Okay, now the wrong wrong talk. All right. But, okay, well, yeah, I I, I do want to add to what Richard said that um, if it's not going on, just break up. But that's your decision still. Some people would want to keep working at it because for me personally... Me personally, when things aren't going my way, when things aren't going the way I want to in a healthy way, I I don't just give up. I keep trying because some people need to be pushed once, twice, three times before they actually um, get the message and also try and work work out that relationship. Um, Before we end, does anyone else have anything to add to that? Um, Yes, Max. I still feel... All relationships are unique. They're different. Mm-hmm. Time, whether it's short or long, um, depends on both people. Um, it's about understanding, you know, like understanding your partner's background, where they're coming from. Yeah. Why they're feeling the way they're feeling. Mm-hmm. What you're gonna do to help? How you're gonna compromise? All these things. So like, I feel like we've said enough that yeah. um, covers like, you know, relationships, being open, being vulnerable. Uh, I don't know. That's that's all I have to you know add to it. And yeah. real quick, I'll just I'll just say, talk about things as as fast and as soon as possible when things happen. Because if, if you take time. You know, it makes it something else. So, so when problems happen, I mean, find the best time that is soon to talk about it. So, Richard, what you're trying to say is when something goes on, don't keep it to yourself. Don't keep it open, to yourself. Up. open up and talk about it. Yeah. I feel like that like that takes us back to your balloon an- yeah. analogy. Yes. You keep it in, you keep blowing air yeah. in, it's going to keep opening up, opening up. Yeah. And then the best open, there's yeah. not, no way you, you can repair it. it. You that's, fix it. that's totally it's true. Up, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like earlier on in the discussion, Maxwell, you mentioned when people having problems, sometimes that person could have been in a toxic relationship. And that, I feel like, like just a different had, you know, not, it, it's, I wasn't, I don't want to limit it to just toxic, just right. anything. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, you, you actually just set us sets us on the path of our next topic for our third episode mm-hmm. and so in our third episode guys we'll be talking about toxic relationships because we can't say that in oh. about two or three minutes that's like a whole different topic altogether Interesting. so that brings us to the end of our podcast today we just want to tell you guys 
Please subscribe to the RBA Assets Podcast. We find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we also have um, social media accounts. You'd find us on Instagram and Snapchat. Don't feel, don't hesitate to DM us your thoughts, what topics you want us to talk about, and stuff like that. Anyway, that being, that's the end of the podcast. Amen. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>